Today on a very special episode of Com Talk, we're talking about the manga adventure. Nacho fries are back. Road signal intercepted. Signal designation. Bees, views, and reviews. Signal host. Branson Boykin, initiating Com Talk. Hey guys, welcome to a very special episode of Bees, Views, and Reviews, the podcast that promotes faith-based, family-friendly comics and the creators that make them. Brought to you by Geek Devotions, a show by devoted geeks devoted to letting you know that you are loved. I'm B, and today we'll be stepping outside of our usual lane to talk about the epic anime-inspired comic book, Nacho Fries Are Back. Yes, that's right. This is about a comic book that is advertising nacho fries. Now, to give yourselves a little bit of to give you a little bit of context as to what's going on here, Taco Bell has brought back their nacho fries. And for those of you who don't know what the nacho fries are, it's like the McDonald's McRib. It's this strangely addictively delicious food that only comes around for a limited time. Yet it happens to come around at least once, maybe twice a year. But everyone flocks to Taco Bell when they come out. And, and, and rightfully so. It's it's genuinely a good food. I love it. Um, I, I will go to Taco Bell and order nothing but nacho fries as a meal. It's genuinely good. Well, they, Taco Bell, because it's such a special thing, they pour a lot of money into advertising it and a lot of effort. And, and in my opinion, it's money well spent because nacho fries are really that good. Well, this year, how they, they decided to do something very special. They ventured into the realm of geekery to draw to their restaurants the fans of comic books, manga, and anime. I, I know I keep saying manga. That is a force of habit. I know a lot of people believe it is called manga. If you're one of those people, I apologize. Please stomach it. I can't help it. All right. So Nacho Fries Are Back is a comic book that was paired with a TV commercial that advertises nacho fries but they do it in this really exciting thrilling way by telling the story about this group of people called the fry force and the fry force is an elite team of pilots who operate these giant mech suits that that are very look very much inspired by mobile suit gundam and they're designed to battle against these giant monsters who who come to earth and they're seeking to devour earth's most precious commodity you guessed it Taco Bell's nacho fries. So you've got these giant uh, monsters that are coming to earth to eat Taco Bell's nacho fries. And you've got this fry force that pilots these giant mechs to stand against them. And they are led by a teenage girl named Ray. Now the Ray, Ray, her mission is personal in that she has a brother named Kasuke. I may be pronouncing that wrong. If I am, I'm sorry, but Kasuke uh, is her brother. He was also a mech pilot for Fry Force. And in an attack that happened, I believe in the story, it happened last year when Taco Bell released their fries the last time, he was killed. So for Ray, this is more than just protecting Earth's Mexican spices. It's about revenge. It's about getting back at the monsters who hurt, who killed her brother and protecting the Earth from this, this evil that has come about. And um, I, I, I read this... Uh, for those of you who are listening to the live stream, Dallas uh, called me up live and said, hey, I want you to review this for us. And I said, OK, yeah, that's great. So I'm reading it and I'm thinking back to the the, the animes that I've been exposed to. Uh, now, I'm not a, a hardcore anime fan, but I do have some animes that I enjoy. And I'm thinking about all the ones that that involve these gigantic mech suits. 
And everything I enjoyed about those stories are in this. Um, you, you've got it in the story. You've got teenage protagonists. You've got gigantic mech suits that look like walking weapons. You've got horrific monsters rising out of the oceans. You've got dramatic team roll calls. There's one part of the story where they all say their name and then they all yell for I force. I mean, it, you know, it, it has a very power Rangers esque <laughs> feel to it. Uh, shouting the team name is a battle cry. Uh, I saw elements of Voltron mobile suit Gundam and Evangelion all worked into the story. And I'm sure there are other uh, animes and, and mangas that, that talk about giant mech suits that, that this nods to, I'm just not aware of them. But uh, as I'm reading this, I, I'm, I found myself kind of disheartened a little that the MacGuffin of the story was nacho fries, that this was nothing more than an ad for Taco Bell's nacho fries, because it was actually very well done with, with the artwork and the story development and the, and the character art. You know, it was a, it was only a few pages long, so they weren't able to deep real deep into the character, but it was actually a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I caught myself at the end of it, wishing there was an issue too, wishing there was a second chapter. I, I wanted to see Ray and the remaining members of Fry Force fight another monster. It was really, really entertaining. Uh, like I said, Ray is really the only character we get to spend a lot of time on because it's such a short book. But in that, you see that she's a hero born of tragedy. She's wanting to protect the earth, and and, and she she has the death of her brother kind of weighing on her as something that motivates her. She's not aspiring to be this this great hero like you would see in things like you know, like My Hero Academia, where uh, Midoriya wants just to be a cool hero. No, she's she's got a, a little bit darker of an or origin story. She wants to protect people from feeling the pain that she feels because Kasuke's death has, has made her uh, kind of hardened, and she wants to protect other people from that. So she's kind of a wounded soul who seeks to make sure that no one ever hurts the way that she does again. Surprisingly, a deep character for a Taco Bell commercial. That that that's the thing I kept coming back to, as I read this book. And, and uh, this book was paired with a TV commercial that very much had an anime flair to it. Um, and and the, and the the TV commercial had a, a little bit more uh, backstory behind it. We get to meet a couple more of the characters. There's a character named Ghost Kid who's apparently controlling the monsters. But the thing is, it looked like it was a trailer for a movie. And I'm like, I'm really sad that they're just advertising nacho fries. So Taco Bell, if you're listening to this, uh, whoever did this book for you, like they're crazy good. So if you want to venture out into making comics and, and, and mangas and animes as an addition to your food ventures, you might have something here. You know, whoever you've got doing this for you, pay them what they're worth because they did very well, I thought. Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick little commercial break. And then when we get back, we'll talk a little bit more about the epic adventure. Nacho Fries are back. You know, I'm the kaiju guy now, thanks to the Monster Island Film Fault. But before that, I was the superhero guy. I wonder if there's a way I could combine those. Hey, Nathan. Uh, Travis from Kaiju Weekly? Yeah, I'm here because I need a co-host for a new Toku Heroes podcast. Oh? What's it called? Him. Shin! 
standing by. Complete. That's right, heroes. We are the Henshin Men, a Tokusatsu Superheroes Appreciation Podcast. Join us as we watch several episodes of a TV series from the wide world of Henshin heroes and discuss their merits and cultural significance. Starting with one of my all-time favorites, the original Kamen Rider from 1971. We'll give out awards for things like the best action scenes and crazy what the Henshin moments. So hear us every Monday in your favorite podcatcher to get your weekly Rider Kicks. Gotta go, cause we only have a minute to Henshin it. Welcome back to Bees Use and Reviews. I'm B, and we are talking about Nacho Fries are Back, the comic book to advertise the return of the Nacho Fries put out by Taco Bell. I never thought I would see the day where I would be on a podcast talking about comics sponsored by Taco Bell. But, you know, here we are. Um, as far as the, the, the art style of the book, it definitely follows a traditional manga style. Uh, first of all, one of the things I thought was really cool is you read it backwards. You read it backwards. You start at the back and go and you read right to left, uh, which is how traditional Japanese mangas are, are drawn because that's the way they write. So the art style, the flow of the word bubbles, it's backwards. It's right to left uh, based backwards based on what we here in the West are used to reading. So for those of you who aren't used to it, it may be a little jarring at first, but you get used to it very quickly. Um, uh, my family, we're big fans of The Legend of Zelda, and they had several uh, mangas that were inspired by The Legend of Zelda games, and I read them as bedtime stories from my oldest son for a while, and um, it was took a little getting used to at first, but within a couple of pages, y- you kind of get used to it. It's like, okay, we're reading backwards now, um, and it's it's really fun. Uh, it was defi- The artwork was definitely... Uh, manga inspired it was all black and white first of all there was no color it was all black and white uh, the art style was obviously manga influenced the robot and the monsters were epically huge the heroes were teenagers you had these distinctive big eyes small nose and pointed chin uh, it, it I mean it looked like some of the Saturday morning cartoons that I used to watch as a kid um, one other thing I thought that was cool is that the project utilizes Japanese lettering as part of the art form, much like mangas do, real mangas. Uh, the, the few that I have read, I've, I've noticed that, is that the, the, the wording, the lettering, is as much a part of the artwork as pictures of the characters. And they do that in this story. They actually use Japanese lettering as part of the art form. Now, unfortunately, I don't read Japanese. So I have no way of knowing if what they, they gave these little bitty translations and in, in parentheses next to the words. So you knew what those words were supposed to be saying, but uh, I have no way of knowing if they were accurate or not, but I figured, you know, I could take them at their word, but that was really cool to see how they utilized lettering as part of the artwork and, uh, and, and, and seeing that in other mangas. So once again, I mean, Taco Bell did their research. They, uh, they made sure that what they made was definitely something that felt genuine that felt like it was an anime or, or a manga uh, so the overall feel of the book was was definitely a good feel now as far as faith-based this book definitely leads more towards family-friendly than faith-based because i mean we're advertising nacho fries there's not a lot of deep spirituality there but the story in and of itself is really complex for for a nacho fry ad i mean i, I could 
totally see uh, Dallas doing a geek devotion on this comic book because uh, there's some deep story points there about revenge and loss and grief and dealing with those things. So there's a lot of connection points to bring in our faith, to talk about uh, healing that Jesus Christ can bring, to talk about what to do when we, when we have these bad things happen in our lives. Um, but for the story itself, uh, you know, we can thank Jesus and thank God for the fact that not so far as exist because they're good, but there's not going to be a lot of, of biblical truth in the story itself. As far as content, kid friendly, absolutely all the way through. Um, if your kids are sensitive to characters dying, like I said, Kasuke does die. He doesn't die a gruesome death, but it, it's, it's clear from, from the context of the story that he dies. So if your kids are sensitive to that, you may want to be aware of that. But outside of that, it's, it's good. Um, no blood cause it's all robots and monsters. Uh, it's not very violent. It's, uh, I mean, if you, if you've got a kid who loves Taco Bell and is into Japanese culture when it comes to animes and mangas, definitely get a copy of this for them because, uh, it, it is right up their alley and get them an order of nacho fries while you're at it because nacho fries are good. All right. So nacho fries are back is published by Taco Bell. Unfortunately, I couldn't find any credits for who wrote or drew the story. So I don't have an, an author or an artist to point you to, um, but I can tell you that if you want a digital copy of Nacho Fries Are Back, you can get your copy at the Taco Bell website. Just go to TacoBell.com, go to the news section, and look for the article where they talk about the uh, the, the graphic, not, not the graphic novel, the comic book. Uh, you may be able to pick up copies at your local Taco Bell, I'm not sure, uh, but you can definitely download a digital copy from the Taco Bell website. All right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Be sure to follow Geek Devotions on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're also on Discord, TikTok. If it's social media, chances are we're out there. So come follow us. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast catchers and leave reviews. We love to hear feedback. At the time of this recording, Geek Devotions actually has a booth at GeekCon here in Shreveport, Louisiana. So uh, we are really excited about that. I am sure Dallas is going to come back and talk more about his experiences there and the wonderful times they had there. So I'll look forward to hearing about all that, but anyhow, thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys are having a wonderful time. We'll see you next time, but until then stay devoted, peace and love.